Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. What's up? It's here. State Championship Friday. State Championship Weekend. Welcome in. Nuana's now ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching in. SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuana's. We're coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport. New to Montana. Also new to Missoula. You can find them on the corner of Stevens and Mount. Or you can visit them online. NWMSRocks.com. That's NWMSRocks.com. What do we got today in the show? You already know. We got all you need to know to get you set up for the upcoming weekend. We are now three hours away from the first state championship game in the city of Missoula in 27 years. Missoula Sentinel hosts Billings West 
a rematch for the Class AA state title, an opportunity for Sentinel to win their 21st straight game and their second consecutive title after not winning a title for almost 50 years. First time since 1994, Missoula County Public Stadium has hosted a state championship. And then, of course, tomorrow, the 120th edition of Montana State versus Montana. The Cats playing at the Grizz. High noon, Washington Grizzly Stadium. Should be a phenomenal game as well. We're going to start things off with Sam Herter. He is the FCS Senior Analyst for Hero Sports. Does a great job covering the Big Sky Conference and the FCS on a national level. He's actually in town. We recorded this earlier this week. He's in town, but he's out sampling the culture that exists in Missoula right now. So probably actually cross paths with him a little later on tonight, but uh, he was kind enough to give us some time earlier this week to help us stay ahead. So he'll break down what this rivalry game means, what the other rivalry games in the Big Sky Conference means, and sort of give us a look at the playoff picture about 430. We're going to hear from Dane Oliver, Missoula Sentinel head coach, our Last Garden City Spotlight that's not a retrospective, but cool. We've been able to keep this going for almost four months. Congratulations to the Spartans for all their outstanding success so far this year. So we'll hear from Coach Oliver. 445, we got the drawing that you've been waiting for. We've been doing this for a couple months now, pumping up our big fall giveaway. So you got about 40 more minutes to enter. How do you enter? You follow ESPN Missoula, Alpine Touch, and Haymaker Beef on Instagram. You subscribe to the Nuanas Now podcast and the Nuanas Now YouTube channel, and then you send us a text, 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. Once we get all those numbers, we're going to do a random drawing. I'm going to do it back here with Andrew here in about 20 minutes, so we'll have the announcement on who wins. And what do you win? You win a Traeger smoker, a big old bag Alpine Touch, and they're going to get a beef box from Haymaker Beef delivered right to your front door. Or we also have a cooler and an outer box, courtesy of Twisted Tea. So two great prizes. You can pick them up tomorrow at our pregame tailgate show. We will be coming to you from 10 a.m. until 11.30. It's our ESPN College Game Day Twisted Tailgate. So you can come hang out with us, maybe get some drinks from the Badlander, Pepsi Cola. We'll be serving some non-alcoholic beverages as well. we got all sorts of swag from all our great sponsors. And you one, and I guess in this case, two lucky winners can also pick up your prizes from us. Also going to hear from two different student of the uh, student athlete of the weeks, excuse me, student of the weeks, presented by Mattress Firm, Wyatt Thomason, a senior at Kalispell Glacier, and Natalie Bosley, a senior volleyball player at Great Falls CMR. They'll both join us. Off the top, one of my good friends, one of my favorite contributors to both this show and the Big Sky Breakdown, Ty Gregorak, a guy who's coached in 15, that's right, count him, 15 Bobcat Grizz games. He was on the Grizz side for 12 of them, the Bobcat side for three of them. He's got great perspective. So we'll hear from Coach Ty to start off the second hour of Nuanas now. And then my good friend and our producer, Andrew Houghton, will take you around the Big Sky Conference and give you a couple more thoughts leading up to the big game tomorrow. Again, one last time, subscribe to the Nuanas Now YouTube channel. Subscribe to the Nuanas Now podcast. Follow Alpine Touch, Haymaker Beef, and ESPN Missoula on Instagram. Then text us, 406-888-1029. That'll get you into the drawing. The drawing takes place in about 40 minutes, so you still have time to enter. You want to stream the show, listen live, 
head on, head on over to our station website, 1029ESPN.com, or you can also always and forever watch on YouTube. It is the Bobcats at the Grizzlies, Montana State at Montana for the 120th time on Saturday. We're joined now by Sam Herter, Senior FCS Analyst for Hero Sports, doing a great job covering the FCS on a national level. Sam, thanks so much for being with us, man. You must be pretty excited. I know you're coming to Missoula this weekend, so what are your thoughts as you make your way uh, to the West and come to the Garden City to take in a rivalry showdown between the Bobcats and the Grizzlies? Yeah, I'm pumped uh, to get there. I experienced the brawl uh, for the first time in 2019, uh, and that was in Bozeman, obviously. And now, you know, super excited to get to Missoula, uh, experience Washington Grizzly Stadium. You know, I haven't been there uh, yet, and so that's uh, obviously one of the, one of the top environments in the FCS. And this is certainly, in my opinion, the best rivalry in the FCS. And so I think it's going to be a great game and a great atmosphere. Before we get into the actual game, because it is not only a huge rivalry game, but also one that will have certainly ramifications on the national level. But let's talk about the national scene. First and foremost, uh, as we sit right here today, coming into the last week of the regular season, Montana State has nine wins. So I'm pretty sure, I'm not pretty sure, I'm certain they're in the playoffs. And I, I'm pretty sure they probably already have a playoff seed. Montana, Eastern Washington, UC Davis, and Sacramento State all have eight victories. I've heard forever and ever and ever that if you have eight wins, and their Division One wins, they are in the playoffs. Yet I still remain skeptical the Big Sky is going to get five teams in. I'm also hearing all sorts of scuttle. The Missouri Valley might be five or even six teams into the playoff bracket. I guess a two-part question, do you believe the hype that the Big Sky might get five teams in the playoffs? And if the Missouri Valley and the Big Sky both are getting five or six in, is that feasible? Is that possible? I think you're likely, very, very likely going to see five Big Sky teams in, um, and you listed them off, but, I mean, Montana State and Montana are, are both locks no matter what happens on Saturday. UC Davis, in my opinion, uh, is a lock. They have eight wins in FBS win. Eastern Washington is definitely a lock, even if they, you know, get upset by Portland State and then Sacramento State, uh, I think, it is, is is locked in uh, as well. They have they have eight Division One wins. They have a big win against Montana. If you put Montana in the bracket, which will happen, then I think the Hornets have to be in as well. And so I would be shocked if five Big Sky teams don't make it in. I think all five uh, are, are going to be in uh, for sure. And then when it comes to the Valley, I don't think six teams uh, will make it in from the Valley, uh, but I can certainly see five teams in. North Dakota State, South Dakota, Southern Illinois, Missouri State are all locks, in my opinion. And then if, if South Dakota State beats UND, I think the Jacks are in. If South Dakota State loses to UND, I think Northern Iowa is going to be in at 6-5 and five because Northern Iowa would have three ranked wins uh, against Southern Illinois, Sac State, and also the head-to-head against South Dakota State. And so I think... No matter what happens with results, uh, I guess unless Northern Iowa gets upset by North or by uh, Western Illinois this weekend, which I don't see happening. Uh, no matter kind of what results happen, I I do think you'll see five Big Sky teams in and five Missouri Valley teams in, which means those two conferences would take eight of the thirteen at large bids. Amazing. The two best conferences in the country for sure, and so it wouldn't be controversial or anything like that, although I do think that we maybe will see some of the non-power conference people maybe yelling and screaming a little bit, but why is it that I always think that Northern Iowa is always right there on the bubble? Am I just making that up in my head, or I feel like they're always like this four-loss team that's almost in the playoffs still? Yeah, they are, <laughs> Northern Iowa, they schedule really, really tough, uh, which you have to respect. You know, they could easily schedule 
one one FBS pay game and then two cupcakes in the non-conference and be two and one heading into the conference uh, season. Uh, but in most cases, Northern Iowa, they schedule like either Iowa State or in Iowa, and then they schedule a really good FCS opponent, uh, whether it's uh, a Montana or uh, maybe it's a James Madison or a Weber State, uh, and they usually end up losing that game. Uh, and then, so they usually enter the conference slate one and two, uh, which kind of puts them behind the eight ball a little bit. This year has been different for Northern Iowa. Uh, they did lose to Iowa State, but then they beat Sacramento State, uh, which was a, a, a win that's getting better and better because Sac State could, can potentially be a seed. They also beat St. Thomas. And so this year, Northern Iowa, instead of going 1-2 and two in the non-conference, they went 2-1. and one. But the difference this year is they have some kind of head-scratching losses. They lost to Illinois State, uh, which um, is you know a questionable loss, and that kind of put them in the playoff mode, but at the same time, they have beaten South Dakota State. Uh, they have beaten Southern Illinois as well, two highly ranked wins uh, at the time. Um, and then this recently, they just lost to Missouri State, who's a playoff team. And so, yeah, Northern Iowa is, they're always a four-loss team, it seems like. Uh, and a lot of FCS fans hate it, but I, I say every year that a four-loss Northern Iowa team is better than, you know, a 9-2 and two team from the Southland Conference. When it comes to the, the selection of this, I know that the committee knows the Missouri Valley, the Big Sky Conference, the Colonial Athletic Association, in no particular order, are the power conferences when, when they're coming to determine at-large bids. But how much of the details goes into this? I, I, the Missouri Valley is so much more linear because they play everybody, but it, it, or at least most everybody. The Big Sky, you skipped a bunch of teams. I mean, Sac State, they, they do continue to win, but a lot of people would argue that they haven't played anybody since they won in Missoula more than a month ago. Does the, does the committee know that kind of stuff though do they do like schedule analysis and things like that i I think so i think they do i hope so (laughs) at least but you know i think they um i mean i don't it's hard to tell you know how much games these committee members actually watch because they're all athletic directors made up of each conference uh, that sends an auto bid into the conference. And so you can't expect, uh, I mean, you would hope they watch a lot of FCS games, but at the same time, they're, a, they're athletic directors. So I don't know how much you can expect them to watch games for 10 hours every Saturday and watch and rewatch games for 10 hours on Sundays. I, I hope they do, but I don't, I don't know how much they actually do that. So I think they look a lot at resumes uh, and, and that strength of schedule is a big thing ranked wins is a big thing. Uh, FBS wins are really important. Uh, FBS losses are thrown out the window. Uh, you know, who you beat, how did you lose, um, you know, stuff like that that they really take into consideration. And so I, I, I do think when they look at a team like Sacramento State, you know, they'll see, yeah, they have you know, they have eight wins right now. None of those wins are really all that great besides beating Montana. Um, and Montana, that Montana win will carry uh, a, a lot of weight. And so, um, yeah, I, I mean, even if Sac State wins this weekend, that's two top 10 wins uh, against Montana and UC Davis. And so I think that'll carry enough weight for Sac State to get a seed. But yeah, they do look at you know your, your overall schedule and who exactly you play. Eastern Washington dropped a couple in a row and then bounced back last week with a win over Davis. I think that certainly secures a playoff spot for Eastern. But what's on the line for Eastern against Portland State this week, do you think? I think they can rise as far as uh, a five seed, potentially even a four seed. If, if let's say Montana does beat Montana state, uh, I, I can see Eastern Washington rising up to be the number four seed. Uh, and then Montana and Montana state, both kind of in that five, six, seven or, or eight seed. And so, uh, Eastern Washington is certainly playing for a seed. I think if they lose to Portland State, they'll be playing in the first round. Uh, they're for sure in the playoffs either way, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, if they win, you have that FBS win against UNLV. You have two top 10 wins 
uh, two top 10 ranked wins against Montana and UC Davis. That should get them a pretty good seed. I, I don't think they would rise above a Sam Houston or a James Madison or uh, a North Dakota State or even a, a Montana State if Montana State does beats Montana this weekend. Uh, but I, I think if you're Eastern Washington, if you win, you're in that four, four or five seed range. What is the ceiling for Sacramento State? If they beat UC Davis in the Causeway Classic and they finish undefeated in Big Sky Conference play with nine wins overall, is the Sac State team going to get a seed? I think they will. I don't think they would get a high seed. You know, I think they would they would end up behind Sam Houston, uh, NDSU, and James Madison, assuming those three teams win. Uh, you know, Montana State uh, would certainly be a much higher seed if they win, even um, you know, Eastern Washington would be a higher seed uh, if they win. And so I think if Sac, if Sac State wins, they're probably a six, seven, or eight seed. Um, I can see them being behind Villanova as well because Villanova would be nine and one against the FCS with a, a win against James Madison. Uh, but Sac State will definitely be a seed uh, if they win because they would be undefeated in the Big Sky. They would have two highly ranked wins against Montana and UC Davis. And so the, the committee would for sure seed Sac State. I, I just don't think it'd be a, a top four seed or even a top five seed. And somehow, sort of quietly, UC Davis got off to an 8-1 and start. They did fall last week to Eastern Washington, but they're certainly in the playoffs. They have an FBS win, uh, but they also have that loss at Idaho State, which is probably the worst loss of those top five Big Sky teams. Maybe some could argue Weber State winning at Eastern Washington, but Weber's the four-time defending champions, whereas Idaho State's a one-win team. That's their only victory so far this year. But where are we at with UC Davis? If they take care of business against Sac State in the Causeway Classic, what is the dominoes that fall after that? I think basically that game will decide who's the seed and who's in the first round. Uh, if UC Davis wins, I do think they're a seed because they would be 9-2. and two. That FBS win uh, against Tulsa will carry uh, a lot of weight to then, you know, that, that you tack on a, a top-10 win uh, against uh, Sacramento State. And uh, so I think if UC Davis wins, they're a seed and Sac State is playing in the first round. And then, you know, basically vice versa. If Sac State wins, like I said, they're a seed and then UC Davis is going to be playing in the first round. Um, I, I think both teams are, are already in the field, you know, as it is. And so th- this game will have a seed on the line. Sam Herner joining us here on the Big Sky Breakdown, presented in part by Alpine Touch. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. You can visit alpinetouch.com to get all the awesome spices that they have available for all your grilling needs, whether you're tailgating or hunting, camping, whatever. Alpine Touch is great. Even Ryan Tutel, my old ESPN partner, he says he puts it on his cereal. It's so good. Whatever you want to use it for, go to alpinetouch.com. Get yourself a Grand Slam package or maybe a thing of barbecue sauce. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. Sam, let's talk about Weber State quickly. Were you surprised by the fact that they went 0-5 at home to start the season and that they are not in the playoff race out of the Big Sky Conference? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I, I I know when I've done game predictions for some of Weber State's games, I would always point to uh, their really good uh, home record. They they rarely lose at home uh, before this season, obviously. And so, uh, yeah, losing that many times uh, at home to not win, uh, you know, a home game uh, this year. Uh, I, I don't think. Yeah, I think all home games they've lost this year uh, actually. And so that that's a, a big time surprise. You know, I think they'll they'll get one this weekend at home. Uh, against Northern Colorado, uh, and so they could end the year on a high note, I guess. But, yeah, for Weber State to miss the playoffs after making the quarterfinals a couple of times, semifinals a couple of years ago, uh, Weber not making the playoffs was a big-time surprise. Uh, but, I mean, but, I mean, it's interesting because this is kind of just how the landscape of the FCS is. Weber State schedules a cupcake instead of James Madison. Right now they're 6-4, and four, and then if they beat Northern Colorado, they finish 7-4. and four. 
and then potentially we could have Weber State in the playoffs as well with seven wins. But instead, they, they schedule tough. They lose to James Madison. Probably are going to finish six and five and miss the playoffs. And so that's just the the weird dynamic of the FCS. Do you want to schedule cupcakes if you play a tough conference schedule, or do you want to schedule tough opponents in the non-conference uh, and hope to beef up your resume for a high seed? And you know, obviously losing to James Madison uh, hurt uh, Weber State in their playoff hopes. You're listening to Sam Herter, the senior analyst for Hero Sports. This is Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Keep those entries coming in. You guys all waited to the end, but we still got time. Follow us on Instagram, ESPN Missoula, as well as Alpine Touch and Haymaker Beef. Subscribe to the Nuanas Now podcast and the YouTube channel, and then text us, 406 1029 406-888-1029. We'll be drawing for a Traeger Smoker and a Coleman Grill here in about 25 minutes. More from Sam Herter. The fact is you have two really good rivalry games the last weekend of the season here for Big Sky Conference teams. The Causeway Classic between UC Davis and Sac State. And, of course, the rivalry game between Montana State and Montana. Seems to me that win or lose either of those games, all four of those teams are going to the playoffs. The question is, is that a good thing for the Big Sky? I lean toward the fact that it is, but I also think that the fact is that if the league continues to get three, four, five teams in, I think that there's also probably a chance that none of those teams are going to be true, true national championship contenders. But I'm sort of waffling back and forth. Is it good or bad that there's uh, multiple rivalry games the last weekend of the season in which win or lose, everybody's going to continue playing? Yeah, you can look at it a, a lot of different ways. You know, I, it, it kind of depends how the committee uh, views things. I know as far as pollsters and people that vote on polls, it's a lot of what have you done for me lately, where if you, if you, if you lose early, then you keep on winning, you tend to rise back up. And if you lose late, you kind of, you know, you drop and you don't have enough time to rise back up as far as the top 25 polls. Uh, but, you know, playoff positioning and playoff seeds are a lot different than, uh, than, than polls. And that's kind of the entire picture. So even if, in my opinion, even if you lose late, um, you know, I don't think that should drop you that far down. Like, that's even if Montana State loses, I don't think that should mean the Bobcats all of a sudden drop way down in the seeds. I still think they should be a, a pretty decent seed when you look at their entire uh, resume as a whole. So, yeah, playing these games this late can potentially hurt, you know, big side teams and where they kind of position themselves in the playoffs, you know. But at the same time, it, it's interesting with the big sky and that obviously not all the teams play each other. And so with the regionalization of the brackets, you know, if Montana or, you know, a UC Davis, you know, if they end up playing in the first round or if a Sacramento State ends up playing in the first round, uh, you know, you could potentially see two big sky teams playing each other in the first round as long as they didn't play each other during the regular season. And so, in my opinion, if Montana loses on Saturday, they're playing in the first round. If UC Davis loses, they're playing in the first round. Since those two didn't play each other in the regular season, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see Montana and UC Davis play in the first round uh, against each other and then get sent to another big sky team you know just because of the regionalization which is unfortunate because you're basically saying well there's for sure going to be two big sky teams eliminated in the first two rounds uh, due to regionalization that's just kind of you know how things work with the big sky being out on an island and i know the valley and big sky teams get matched up quite a bit as well because they're not going to send in the first or second round they're not going to send holy cross all the way across the country to play eastern washington well let's talk about the one 
in Missoula on Saturday. For a moment in time, when Montana lost to Sac State and they were sitting at 1-2 and two in league play, I think people thought that Montana was suffering an extreme version of the FBS win hangover after they had beat Washington earlier in the year. And uh, there was a lot of scuttle. I'm obviously in Missoula and around Montana all the time. And, uh, you know, some of the great fan bases in the country, when stuff like this starts to go awry, they freak out. I know North Dakota State really hasn't even had to deal with that the last 10 years because they just never lose. <laughs> but uh, it, it is fascinating to watch just the ebbs and flows and the, and the polarization of the attitudes of people that follow Grizz football. But Montana now is on a four-game winning streak. I think they've given up 19 points total during those four games. People could argue that the offenses they've been playing have not been great, but you can only shut out the team that you're playing. That's as good as you can do. So Montana's defense definitely been rolling this last month or so. And Montana State, they found just a variety of ways to win. It started and ended with their defense, but they've also uh, come up with some big plays from some premier playmakers. So before we get into sort of the ramifications of this game, Sam, what's your what's your overall take on the matchup that'll take place in Missoula on Saturday? Well, I, I mean, I certainly think it's going to be a defensive battle. You know, both both defenses are are, are lights out, uh, really disruptive uh, defensive defensive lines. Uh, I think you just look at you know all all the starting linebackers between these two teams, and there's a, a ton of star power uh, there as well. And I, I think both secondaries have been have been pretty solid uh, as well. And so I think I don't expect a whole lot of points. You know, maybe both teams are in the low twenties. You know, maybe the winning team is in the low twenties. The losing team is around 17 points in versus the Sacramento State type of game where maybe there's a lot of points uh, put on the board. It'll be a defensive battle. Um, I, I don't know how much offensive success either team will have. Uh, I know Montana had a, a pretty rough October offensively, but with Cam Humphrey back now on the offense, Offense getting healthier. They've looked much improved. I just don't know how much they can threaten Montana State's defense, especially with a you know a relatively inexperienced and beat up offensive line. Um, and on the flip side too, yeah, I, I know Montana State is obviously a lot more balanced than they than what they have been. Uh, the Bobcats well, with Matt McKay at quarterback, I, I think they have a much better passing attack than what they have in past seasons. Um, but I mean, Afonso is is day to day. It sounds like battling general soreness. I think is how it was how it was described um, but I mean he he'll play if he, he'll I would be shocked if he sits out and he's he's certainly one of the best running backs in the FCS you know I, I just don't know I, it's hard to see him running wild uh, against this Montana rushing defense um, the Grizzlies are a little more gettable through the air um, you know, compared to their rushing defense. And so maybe Montana State can get some uh, success through the air. Uh, but overall, I, I think it's going to be hard for either of these teams to have long, sustained drives against really good defenses. And so it's pro- it might come down to a big special team's return or maybe whoever hits that big play first, uh, that could be the difference between a win and a loss. Well, let's talk about the ceiling for the winner of this game then. Um, I think that Montana State could get as high as the three seed. I think if Montana won and other things went their way, they might be the four or the five. But what do you think? What What is the ceiling for seeding for each potential winner of this game? I honestly think Montana State is going to be a top two seed uh, if they win. Uh, they would be 10-0 against the FCS. Uh, two top 10 ranked wins against Eastern Washington and Montana. Uh, you can throw in Weber State as a ranked win as well, although it's kind of up in the air on what the committee values more, wins against ranked opponents at the time of the game or wins against opponents that are now ranked because Weber State is obviously uh, not a ranked team anymore, but they were, I think they were number 19 when Montana State's won uh, or beat Weber State. And so I think Montana State would have the best resume 
playoff resume uh, if they win. And I think Montana State arguably could be the number one seed. I don't think that would necessarily happen just because even though Sam Houston has a not great strength of schedule, they are the defending national champs. They are undefeated. They do have every returning starter coming back. And so I think Sam Houston uh, will be the one seed. And Montana State's in my opinion, should be the two seed if the Bobcats do win because they would be undefeated against the FCS, and I think they would have a better resume than a James Masson or a North Dakota State who would also be fighting you know, for that number two seed. He's Sam Herter, FCS Senior Analyst for Hero Sports. Sam, I know it's a big weekend, man. Thanks so much for joining us, and uh, we will look very much forward to seeing you on Saturday in Missoula. Sounds good with me. I look forward to getting there and seeing all you guys. Always fun having Sam on. He's great to contribute so much time to this show. He's doing a phenomenal job. That, that's a really hard job, and he's doing a great job at it. And uh, I very much enjoyed getting to know him professionally and personally. He's good. He's become a friend of mine, and uh, he, he's a great dude. So I look forward to seeing him on Saturday and appreciate him for always swinging by. Nuan is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. The biggest high school football game in a generation in, a, in Missoula. Not hyperbole. Fact, Dane Oliver will take us through all of it. Missoula Sentinels head coach joins us just hours before kickoff of the Class AA State Championship. Keep it right here. Nuanas now. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The epicenter of the Treasure State football universe will reside mostly in western Montana this weekend. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Tonight, Missoula hosts its first Class AA state championship game since Big Sky defeated Hellgate for the Eagles' only state title back in 1994. At 7 p.m. at Missoula County Public Stadium, top-ranked and undefeated Missoula Sentinel will host second-ranked Billings West. The rematch of last year's state championship game is also a rematch from the thrilling opener to the 2021 season in which Sentinel outlasted West 22-19 at Washington Grizzlies stadium. The Spartans have won 20 games in a row and after not winning a state championship in 48 years, Sentinel has a second straight title in its sights. The Golden Bears last won the AA title in 2018 and have played in three of the last four championship games. The Class B state championship will take place at 1 p.m. in Florence as the Falcons host Big Fork in a contest that kicks off an hour after the 120th rendition of the Treasure State's fiercest rivalry with Montana State playing at Montana. And in Class C 8-man, Flint Creek will seek its fourth title in five years with a trip to undefeated Thompson Falls Saturday afternoon. And finally, Hamilton is into the state title game for the third time in five seasons. The undefeated Bronx are gunning for their first state championship since 1998 against a Laurel squad looking to repeat that is in its third championship game in the last four years. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Man, I haven't heard that song for a minute. Little Murphy Lee. 
The St. Lunatics. Nelly was like the hottest thing in the world for a moment in time. It's funny to me, growing up in Missoula, when hip-hop first became like a, a, a cultural phenomenon in Missoula, because there was not really hip-hop on the radio. In fact, there wasn't, it's not really, there was no hip-hop on the radio in Missoula, Montana until probably my midway through my high school life. So we're talking 20 years or, or more recent than that, like early 2000s. But Nelly... And 50 Cent blew up in Missoula more than almost anywhere else. That's why those two acts came here. I don't know if people around Missoula realize that. When Nelly came to the Adams Center and when 50 Cent came to Big Sky Brewing, it's because both of those two artists' debut albums sold more copies per capita in Missoula County than anywhere else in the United States of America. Amazing. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, your one-stop shop for all things hip-hop history and commentary. Also, though, of course, all things sports as well. Huge night in Missoula. We have a huge prize to give away. We just, like, quadrupled our entries just from those last two teases. So keep them coming. You have about 20 minutes to enter. Follow ESPN Missoula, Haymaker Beef, Alpine Touch on Instagram. Subscribe to the Nuanas Now podcast on any of your podcast hosting platforms. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. Just hit subscribe, and then subscribe to our YouTube channel. Then text us, 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. That will get you entered for your chance to win an OtterBox and a Coleman Grill or a Traeger Smoker, a bunch of Alpine Touch, and a Beef Box from Haymaker Beef. I just carried all of it up the stairs from downstairs. It's a lot of stuff. So keep those entries coming. We're going to do our drawing here in about 20 minutes. I grew up in Missoula. I li- we moved here when I was about seven years old. I guess in the six years old, excuse me. And uh, I went to all my college here, all the way through college here, all my school, all the way through college, and left for a long time, came back about four years ago. It's been great to be back in my hometown. But the, the fact is that State championship level football at the high school level for Missoula's three class AA high schools was a fantasy. It was a pure fabrication of imagination. It was in nowhere near the realm of possibilities ever. There's a lot of things that go into that. The fervor for the Grizz, the uh, inconsistent at best and uh, probably detrimental at worst operation of Little Grizz football and the way that youth football was controlled in Western Montana and a whole bunch of other factors. Dilution, not high high school populations compared to the other AA schools. Tradition that existed at some of the other AA schools outside of Missoula. There's a whole bunch of stuff that went into it. The point is that I'll never stop giving credit to Dane Oliver and the guys at Missoula Sentinel. They have fully changed the narrative of high school football for people in the Garden City. It's Amazing that Sentinel has done what they've done. The pundits, the haters, they could say, well, those guys recruit. Missoula has open enrollment. It doesn't matter. They've created a phenomenal culture, and they do it right. It's not a coincidence that there's going to be eight kids from Sentinel playing in the Kakaris game tomorrow. It's not a coincidence that these guys are chasing a 21st straight victory and a second straight state championship. And the fact of the matter is, at Missoula County Public Stadium tonight, there'll be a high school football state championship for the first time since I was seven years old. 
That's an unbelievable thing. And I hope that everybody shows up and shows out tonight because it's going to be a hell of a game. Not just the special nature of the moment, but also these two teams are awesome. This has been a collision course since the beginning of the year, and I can't wait. Number two, Billings West at number one, Missoula Sentinel. Tonight, Missoula County Public Stadium. The rest of the state championship games from across Montana's other classifications are as follows. In Class A, former Grizz wide receiver Bryce Carver leads the Hamilton Bronx to Laurel to play the defending state champion Locomotives. Hamilton into the state championship game for the third time in five years. Gunner for their first state title since 1998. Laurel in their fourth championship game in five years, and they're looking for their second straight Class A state championship. Class B level, Florence hosts Big Fork. The Falcons are undefeated 11-0. Big Fork has been red hot down the stretch, so that'll be a good one in the Class B level. Class C, got Flint Creek going for their fourth championship in five years playing at undefeated Thompson Falls. Thompson Falls have been wrecking Class C since they moved down from Class B. Great group of athletes right now there in Thompson Falls. So that'll be your Class C game. And then you got Freud Lake at Power Dutton Brady at the Class C six-man level on Saturday as well. Dana Oliver, Missoula Central head coach, and Bryce Carver, Hamilton head coach, both played wide receiver for the Grizzlies under one Bobby Helk. Bobby Helk talked a little bit about those guys earlier this week. The fact that they mimic some things we do in, in terms of how they run their programs. Pretty flattering and obviously we like to see our guys having success. And you know, Good luck to those guys certainly this weekend. Those are guys that we see uh, throughout the year though so they, they know we wish They got cut just a brief bit short but they know we wish them well is what he said. So sets a pride for Grizz football and for Bobby Alk. Pretty cool for them. I've really appreciated getting to know Coach Oliver. Um, it's funny when you're, as your life progresses, when Dane was a senior at Montana in 2003, uh, he was significantly older than me. I was only, uh, in the middle of my high school life at that moment in time, but now, you know, we're, we're, we're sort of peers in the similar age demographic at least. And it's been very fun for me to get to know him, to get to listen to him and his theories about coaching football and building a program. If you haven't got a chance, you can go on SWX Montana website or you can go on Sean Rainey's Twitter account. You can watch the video that he produced as a lead-up to this game. But the the end quote from Coach Oliver where he says, there's a few days in your life that you'll never forget. The day you graduate high school, the day you graduate college, your wedding day, the day that your first child is born. You will always remember the day you played in the state championship game it's pretty sweet that the Sentinel Spartans get to play in their second consecutive state championship game. And also very sweet for the Billings West Golden Bears. West has had a lot of success in football over the last 25 years. Paul Claybo built that thing into a juggernaut. They bottomed out when Coach Claybo retired. But Rob Stanton's put his own stamp on it. And he's done a phenomenal job as well. That's a star-studded group of kids. Multiple Division I guys. Multiple guys that are going to go play in college. Such a pleasure catching up with Coach Stanton and Taco Dowler earlier this week as well from the west side of things. So this is a culmination for, for two groups of kids, and that's why I think it's going to be such a great battle tonight at Missoula County Public Stadium. Well, I love new experiences. I've never been in the Missoula Sentinel weight room, but here I am. I'm sitting here in person. usually do this on the phone. But I got Dane Oliver, the head coach for the Spartans, right here joining us here on Nuanas now. I guess our second to last, no matter what happens, Garden City Spotlight of the Year. This has been awesome that we've been able to talk every single week for 
I think almost 16 weeks straight. Amazing. Dating all the way back to midsummer. So, Coach, thanks for being here, man. How you doing? Doing great. Yeah, it's good to have you in this weight room. We'll get you in here, get a little workout with these boys next time. Hey, I can still bench. I definitely can't uh, power clean or squat, that's for sure. But I have to get a little warmed up for that. But, uh, Coach, couldn't be any bigger. Friday night, Missoula Central hosts the first state championship game in Missoula since 1994. When you hear that, I mean, that's just crazy to think about, right? Yeah, I was 13 at that time. I had no <laughs> idea about Missoula, Montana, but... You know, when I when I came here and you you kind of learn about Missoula football um, in the 2000s, it, it wasn't a good stretch. Just to be sitting here, hearing that we're playing a state championship, it's, it's pretty amazing. I think it's special for the Sentinel community, the parents, the families, the players, that most importantly, but just the whole city of Missoula. And then we got Cat Grizz the next day, so it's a it's a good football weekend. Huge football weekend. The epicenter of football in the Treasure State is here in western Montana because you also have Florence hosting a state championship game on Saturday. Hamilton's playing in one. They're playing out Laurel. And then Drummond uh, Phillipsburg, the Flint Creek co-op, they're heading to Thompson Falls. So about one hour away, uh, we have a whole bunch of state champions soon to be named here this weekend. So pretty fun. Um, Coach, I think it's even a, a sense of pride for everybody in Missoula, too, though, man, because I'm telling you, I'm coming down the game. I think I got, what, let's count them up, half a dozen former Hellgate Knights coming with, at least 10 big sky guys, a bunch of settle guys, all these guys that have now made their way back to Missoula, and we're all excited for it, too. So very cool. But let's talk about the game. Billings West and Missoula Settle kind of become a little bit of rivals right now. I mean, you guys have played some big games the last couple of years, including the state championship game last year, the first game of this season as well. So... How does that influence it, the fact that you are a little bit familiar, even though even though they're from the East? Well, hopefully we can adjust their speed a little quicker. Uh, you talk about a team that's built um, to run and, and play a spread game. They've modernized their training program. They've modernized the way they play, and so they put you in some difficult spots. Um, so hopefully our kids can adapt to it. Um, you know, you're familiar with what, what they do and how they coach, but at the end of the day, the kids got to make plays, and, and it seems to be in these championship-level games, it comes down to, like, who can just snap the ball to quarterback, who can make the basic special teams play, who can block and tackle, hold on to the football. So that's been our, our emphasis is let's make the regular play. This week, we're coming to you, we're talking on a Thursday. You're listening to this on a Friday. But how's it been this week? Do you I mean, do they feel like the guys are ready for this moment? Yeah, yeah they, uh, these, this team's playing big games. And they battle more adversity than people even know. We've had to come back from some injuries, uh, some tight ball games. Uh, so this this team has uh, it has a ton of experience. You know, not a lot of sleep for the coaches this week, um, but you know we're excited. We're ready to go. This you know we got to trust our guys. Let them play. Twenty two nineteen in the opener uh, against Billings West. West has just been rolling, racking up points since then. I don't think you guys gave up a point for about a month straight there at one point during this season. So what do you think of that contrasting matchup, just West's offense versus your guys' awesome defense? Well, it's always fun to watch. It can be a little stressful sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you, you know that they're going to get some great plays and probably vice versa. They're saying the same thing. So um, what's your mentality? Uh, what's worked for this crew you know, it was different than last year. That crew had a, a bunch of confidence, a bunch of great players. This crew, just if we can just keep them in the present moment, you know, not have an expectation of how the game's going to go. So often you go in, you go, well, it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be, let's just play each play. And if uh, I think that's allowed them to mature quicker. So I'm super proud of the coaching staff for, for the, the mental side of uh, developing this team. And um, get your eyes off the scoreboard, play the play. Uh, focus on fundamentals. That's been the formula that works for us. We can't change it because it's a state championship game. 
Dana Oliver here on Nuana's Namazool Sentinel head coach. They host Billings West Friday night. Seems like the, you guys have won in a variety of fashions this year. Is that why? Is just because you're not trying to necessarily play this specific identity, but just kind of play the game as it comes to you? We, we as a coaching staff, we like to pride ourselves on playing a lot of different styles of football. You want to get in a shootout or game. You want to get in a, a, a tight ball game, grind it down your throat. Uh, I believe in having lots of formulas to win a game, not just one, because uh, the game of football can change so drastically. In high school football, you don't know what you get every year. So that that is a, a calculated piece of our, our philosophy here. And uh, for this team, it's worked. Uh, we'll see if we can get it done for one more one more Friday night. We'll talk about some of these athletes Billings West has got. I mean, Michael DeLeon has definitely emerged as one of the best running backs in the state. The Dowler Twins are just unbelievable athletes on the perimeter, no matter whether they're on offense or defense. So what do you think of just those guys and the threat that they pose for you in this game? Yeah, it's scary. They can throw a screen and go 80 yards, and you're what just happened? Well, that happened to us. Right. Just, you know, we've seen it live in person, so we can draw back on those experiences. Um, yeah, they're dynamic, great athletes, great players, great people. I think two programs are mirrored. And I think that, you know, Coach Stanton and I both believe in, um, you know, using the game of football to mentor and develop and use it to teach, not give up on kids, give them an identity. And I think that's uh, right now why we're both having success. And on your side, I know that you got a a lot of great leaders, but a guy that has just been so good this year is Zach Cruz. And so, I mean, what have you thought of his ability to lead you to this point? He steps in at quarterback. He hasn't missed a beat. He's still the best defensive player in the state. So, I mean, how, how has he been able to do this? Well, you go back to his work ethic. I mean, the, the kid is a straight-A student. He you know, doesn't miss a workout. He takes everything seriously. He wants to be great. He's, a com- he's got a competitive spirit that's unmatched. Um, so, I mean, his habits allow him to flourish in the big moment. And, and so that's something that hopefully you know, I can learn from, coaches can learn from. Uh, younger kids can see that example. He, he's the guy you use. Like, if you want to be great, it's right in front of you right here. So everything is practice habits, work ethic. Uh, and then you add some tremendous natural talent, and you're getting the results you get. It's crazy because I remember sitting down here about three years ago, and you brought Zach to an interview for the first time. That was the first time I'd met him and just watching him grow up. It's been awesome, but there's the bell. This is real live radio. got to love it. I know you got to go to class, Coach, so one last thing for you. Then this, I mean, this is going to be electric atmosphere Friday night. It's going to be awesome. So what do you hope for your kids? What will be the key for victory if Sentinels to come out with the state championship once again? Yeah, just lean into the struggle. It's not going to be easy, right? We've played in these big moments. So, uh, like I mentioned earlier, fundamental football, lean into the struggle, and then have, have some fun, right? Look around, soak it up uh, for a little bit, and, and let's just let's play our game. So funny that Sentinel still has real bells. It's not a ding or a timer. It's a real life old school bell. That's why I left that in there because I thought it was classic and very symbolic to the end of the interview as well. Dana Oliver, Missoula Sentinel. Gotta love him, man. Embrace the struggle, but also have some fun. Those are words to live by across life, but particularly when it comes to football. I don't know what the future holds. Coach Oliver's only in his late 30s. He's doing such a good job over there, and I hope he stays working with high school kids. But I think the sky's the limit for him as a coach. He could be a coach at any level. I just think he's phenomenal in the way he culture builds and the uh, the way he makes it about the right things. He's really good for our community, and we're glad to have him in it. You've been waiting for this moment for 10 weeks. We got one of the biggest prize packages we've ever given away here at ESPN Missoula. You got five minutes to keep entering. If you've subscribed to the Nuanas Now podcast or YouTube channel and you followed us, ESPN Missoula, Alpine Touch, and Haymaker Beef on Instagram, 
text us 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. Five more minutes, and then we'll be picking one lucky winner for a Traeger Grill or a Coleman Grill and an Otterbox. The big fall giveaway winner. Back after this, Nuana's Now ESPN Radio. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I'm like a hater, man. Talking bad about the players. If I'm not gonna see you later, man. You can't be fronting until you confront it on. If you don't like what's going on, go on to another song. Cause I keep a hater guilty. My cars and my money are like, man. Both of them filthy. From skimpy and empty to fuel on full. See, I be when my car go bulls. Austin Tutel's calling me out. I hope he's still listening. We shall discuss later on, my man. Talked to the old Gus Tutel this morning as well. I guess it was nighttime in South Africa. He had a sunburn because he's golfing, and he was sitting by a pool under a palm tree. I mean, this guy. Can't hate on it because it's like he left me for this adventure, and it couldn't be going better for him, so I can't hate on him at all. Welcome back. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Northwest Motorsport has the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can find them online at nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Thanks to all the millions of you that entered into our big fall giveaway. This is the longest duration of a giveaway we've had. I know it was sort of complicated just in terms of the steps that it took. We appreciate all you, and we particularly appreciate our great friends at Alpine Touch, Haymaker Beef, and Twisted Tea for contributing a couple of the great prize packages we've ever given away here at ESPN Missoula. One prize package includes a Traeger smoker, a big old bag of Alpine Touch. It's not, trust me, it's not in one bag. It's all, you know, all the containers, but we have a whole variety of containers of barbecue sauce and sunflower seeds and all that. And we got a beef box of Haymaker Beef. That part will be delivered straight to your door. Then the other prize package includes a big otter box, camouflage style, and a Coleman grill. So what, here's what we're going to do. We got all the entries. We got a random number generator, so we're going to randomly generate a couple numbers. Andrew's going to do that in the back. We only have your phone numbers, mostly not your names. So once we pick the two winners, then we'll be giving you a call, and uh, then we'll smooth out all the details for you, but thanks so much for all the great entries and thanks to everybody out there for listening. And of course, thanks to our great sponsors, Alpine Touch, Haymaker Beef, and Twisted Tea for their rocking, rolling fall giveaway. Wish I could win this thing, man. I'd love me a Traeger grill. That'd be pretty awesome. Well, time now for our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. We've had a couple really busy weeks. But now we're joined by a senior at Kalispell Glacier High School, an outstanding football player and an awesome member of his community, Wyatt Thomason. 
Wyatt, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, it's a great day here in Kalispell, and I'm just happy to be on and share some stuff with you guys. Yeah, no question. Well, uh, first, let's talk about the sporting element, because after all, this is ESPN Radio. So uh, take us through your senior football season. Glacier was uh, had an outstanding season, made a run to the semifinals of the Class AA playoffs, a fall short against Missoula Sentinel, the defending state champions. But but just take us through just some of your favorite parts of your season and, and the, your guys' ability to rally down the stretch and really get hot towards the end of the year. Well, I mean, um, it's like football is a year-round sport here at Glacier, so I've been with these guys basically since uh, the last game of last year. The new season started then, and we just started pushing forward. I mean, we knew we didn't have a lot of size, so we knew we had to just eat, get in the weight room as much as we could, and um, it really paid off for us. Uh, I think a lot of the state didn't think we'd make it as far as we did, but uh, I knew in my heart we could could have gone the distance and just fell a little short. But it was just a great... Great season. I love all my coaches and my teammates. It's really just a, a family and like a brotherhood. And uh, every practice, every game, it all, I loved every second of it. And I'm, I'm just. I'm so sad it's over. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I know, man. It is always hard when it ends. But you mentioned your coaches. And Coach Bennett, Grady Bennett, he's been on our show a couple times just in the last month. And he comes on every season. He's awesome. We love talking to Coach Bennett. But uh, what sort of influence has he and his staff had on you? Because it seems like Glacier, man, that they just do it right. And everybody seems to have a, a great experience when they play for the Wolfpack. Well, Coach B just stresses more than anything to be great servant leaders and I don't, whatever anybody else thinks really doesn't matter because I think uh, Coach B doesn't care about winning compared to molding and crafting great young men. And he just leads by example. I don't think there's a better guy out there than Coach B. And he's been there for me through so much. And um, he's just, uh, I really never grew up without a dad. But the first day I stepped into Glacier, he came up and gave me a big hug and just said let's do this thing and we've been together ever since and i i love playing for him it's awesome, man. Wyatt Thompson joining us here on Nuanas Now. He's our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. We'll actually have two Mattress Firm Student of the Weeks this week, catching up a little bit from over the last couple weeks. I know that uh, before we talk about some of the great stuff you're involved in in the community, Wyatt, first let's talk about uh, the state championship game tonight here in Missoula. What do you think of just the matchup? Because you got you played Sentinel twice this year. Uh, what do you just what do you think of Billings West versus Missoula Sentinel Friday night? Well, I got a lot of good buddies on both the teams, so I don't want to really pick favorites, but uh, I think Sentinel just knows how to win. They do. The coaching staff's smart, and they got tough, great young players, and um, I got to give it to them, but I, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be very exciting. Yeah, we're very excited for it. It's going to be an awesome game, man, and a lot of great athletes in it. Wyatt Thompson joining us here. He's from Kalispell Glacier, our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. Let's talk about some of the other stuff you're involved in. I know you do a lot of community service, so just take us through it. I mean, what sort of things are you involved in outside of football in the Kalispell community? Well, Coach B just puts us out there for anything this community might need, and whenever an opportunity arises, you know, I'm the first one to put my hand up. I want to be there to help out this community because they're the ones that are coming to their games, cheering us on. So I got to do my part for them, whether it be moving furniture or moving people to different cities or towns. I'm there cleaning up roads, uh, doing landscaping for substitute teachers who are 90 years old and just need some help around the house. I'm there just wherever I can because this community gives so much to the program. So we try to do 
everything we can to give back to them. And Coach B stretches that or stresses that uh, pretty heavily. And, you know, I just love doing it. I love helping. I referee games, rotary games for the kids and coach uh, youth camps, whatever I can do. I just love uh, meeting people and helping them out and then inviting them on the sidelines on Friday nights. And it's just a great experience. And I hope that when I leave this town and those kids follow after my lead and I hope Coach B is still around. I don't think he's leaving anytime soon, but I hope he keeps stressing to, to give is the best way to gain. No question. Well, I know you're a senior, so any plans for next year, Wyatt? I'm probably going to attend uh, Bozeman or U of M. I don't really quite know yet, but um, most likely get a business degree and just see where that takes me. I'm really excited, though. I want to be close to my mom, though, so I might have to choose Missoula. Yeah, well, for sure. Well, either way, no matter which one you choose, Congratulations on your award this week, and congratulations on the great senior football season, and uh, good luck with all of your pursuits in the future. But thanks so much for joining us here. It's Wyatt Thompson, our Mattress Room Student of the Week. Thanks for being here, Wyatt. Thank you so much. To nominate students for the Mattress Firm Student of the Week, you can visit mattressfirmmt.com backslash students. Each Mattress Firm Student of the Week will be entered into a year-long contest and will be eligible for the Mattress Firm Student of the Year. That was our Mattress Firm Student of the Week from two weeks ago. We actually got clogged up and did not get a chance to catch up with Wyatt because he was preparing for that semifinal football game, so he had a busy schedule last week. So we talked to him this week, but then we also talked to this week's Mattress Firm Student of the Week as well. Well, happy now for the second edition this week of our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. It's been a very busy time of year for a lot of our student athletes, so we're just catching up. We heard earlier today from Wyatt Thomason from Kalispell Glacier, and now this week's Mattress Firm Student of the Week is a senior at Great Falls CMR High School, Natalie Bosley. Thanks so much for joining us, Natalie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very good. First and foremost, let's talk about the sport aspect of this thing. Great Falls CMR, the Class AA state champion. So congratulations on a great run. Just take us through it. What was it like winning the state championship this last weekend in Bozeman? It was so much fun. It was crazy. It's like you can't, I can't even really put it into words, just like the feeling when the final whistle blew and we dropped to the floor just knowing that we were state champions. It was just it was so much fun, and I can't even like explain like just how – like. Just how good it felt, I guess, to win the final trophy. Well, the, uh, the that tournament itself is such a spectacle. It's so fun yeah, it to go is. to. Anybody that's ever been there, they know that it's an awesome event. But sometimes, though, the emotions and how much cheering and all the great stuff that's going on, sometimes it's a little bit hard to deal with. So how are you guys able to sort of not be too over-enthusiastic when you are playing in such a great venue? Um, well, I feel like this entire year we've been, like, dealing with the, cra- the crowds, so we kind of know how to deal with it. But sometimes it really, like, motivates us when other times, like, you know, it can kind of get us down. But I feel like as a team, we're really good at kind of using, like, our environment's energy towards our game. But I feel like we're also a team that is, like, very focused. Like, we know how to have fun, but we also know how to focus in at the same time and just win every point and just focus on one point at a time. What do you think it was the key for your team? I mean, it seems like you were a pretty close to that group, and that seems to be very important in volleyball. But, I mean, what were all the factors that went into this? Because CMR has been trying to rebuild this thing for a little while. A few years ago, not very many wins to come by whatsoever. So how did you guys turn this thing around, and what was special about your group? Honestly, I think just our love for the sport. Like, 
every single girl on our team just loves the sport of volleyball and we love going to practice every day and just knowing that um, everyone around us loves it just as much as we do and that um, we use every day to get better too that we feel like we're always trying to improve and we just always applied that to our practice and we always focused on our culture of practices too so I think that helped a lot. Natalie Bosley joining us she's our mattress firm student of the week second one for this week we're all caught up now it is one of the busiest weeks of the year so very fun having a couple of our student athletes of the week swinging by now let's talk about some of the stuff you're involved in off the court uh, tell us about some of your volunteer work i know that uh, you work with the fellowship of christian athletes i know you're involved in some other stuff throughout the great falls community as well so just tell us all the things that you got going on so, yes, I am part of FCA. Um, for that, you know, we just meet every Wednesday and we talk about God, how to, like, strengthen our faith and our athletics and stuff. Um, we've gone to West Elementary and we've read to some kids. Um, for volleyball, we help out with the backpack rally every August. And um, we bring um, boxes up and then we pass out school stuff to kids in need. Um, for basketball, every year we usually help set up and decorate for the fundraiser, My Best Day 5K. And for volleyball, we also help decorate for Christmas at our local homeless shelter in the Cameron Center in Great Falls. So that's pretty fun. That's just some of the stuff I do. What, what have you learned from doing that sort of stuff? And why do you think it's important to give back to your community? Um, I just learned that you can, you never, I, I just learned that volunteering always makes you like feel good, I guess. And it always, I just, there's something special about knowing that you did something for your community and to help out and like, like in your community. And I just think there's something really special about that and knowing that just that you're helping out with, um, you're helping people out and stuff. Just, it's a good feeling. Well, very cool. Very good. Natalie Bosley joining us, our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. And Natalie, do you have any plans for next year? Do you know what may, maybe your future holds after you graduate? Um, yeah, I think I'm just planning on going to MSU. Um, that's probably all I have planned so far. I don't really know what I'm majoring in yet. I'm still trying to figure that out, all that stuff. But right now, I'm just planning on going to MSU. Well, very cool. Well, there's a big football game on Saturday, I'm sure you yes. heard. So uh, what What do you think? You're probably rooting on the Bobcats this Saturday. Yes, huh? I am. I'm excited. <laughs> well, very good. Well, we'll see if Montana State can get five in a row. We'll certainly talk about that more on Nuanas now here today. But Natalie Bosley, our mattress firm, Stu of the Week, joining us. Thanks so much for being with us, Natalie. This was great. Yes, of course. Thank you. Student athletes, new on us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana TV. You can nominate students for the Student of the Week at Mattress Firm MT backslash students. They will be eligible for an end of the year scholarship as the Student of the Year from our great friends and partners at Mattress Firm. One of the guys I know who's coached in more Cat games than anybody, Ty Gregorak. 15 of them under his belt. He's got great perspective on the greatest rivalry in the West. The former Montana, Montana State defensive coordinator joins us next year on Nuanas Now. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. 
Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus. 